<laughs> see some sort of gifts up there or images, whatever they are. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 131 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premiere video game, audio, video, and um, I don't know any other platforms we could possibly be on outside of audio and video. Um, that's it, right? Yeah. That's it. Okay, those are the two. We've mastered those two. Audio, video. We will take it to the fourth dimension starting with the next episode, possibly episode number 132. Uh, this is actually 131, though, so let's get this one started. Uh, news this week. We have uh, Sony showing off the PS5 UI. They also detailed their chat moderation feature, which sounds really cool. Analog Duo was announced. I can't wait to not be able to get one of those. Sony will optimize fan speed through game updates on the PS5, the aforementioned massive fan on there. Uh, Devolver gets serious with studio purchase. Brand, that one's for you. Uh, Cotton Reboot coming west. That one's for Cesar. I know he's a fan. Uh, also for Cesar, new Tales game trademarked. Uh, Brant, we're going to have to find out your knowledge of the Tales series and compare it to Cesar's. <laughs> In a battle of trivia, I have prepared uh, a Jeopardy-style game of of Tales games in which you'll select categories and the points you'd like to wager. And you will get a a Tales of question. Cess, are you ready for this? Poem potables. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We could do portable potables, uh, which is a whole category of just portable Tales games. Uh, Japan-U.S. relations. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Japan-U.S. Uh, relations regarding to, of course, uh, Tales games. It's, it's a long, twisted history. And our last uh, news bit, Master Chief Collection update is tempting Richard to buy Series X. I'm, of course, Richard. I did not write that. I would not refer to myself in third person. I'm Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Brent McKee. What's up? Who I think put that last news bit in. And yeah. Cesar Concepcion, the second CMC2 himself. Hello, Cesar Concepcion. What to do? How are you, sir? Very As well. you sip your coffee beans that have been uh, saturated with hot water. Mm-hmm. That's what they've been doing for hundreds of years. They have. Who do you think figured some of these things out? Like, man, if we grind these up and get really hot water, man, it's just it's super flavorful. Or like a crab, like the first person who caught a crab. Remember in Castaway when he busted it open and the guts just went everywhere? Who was like, man, I got to fix this thing. I got I to gotta find a way to prepare this to where I can eat it. Or an egg. That just came out of the chicken's butt. I could do something with that. Milk. Who knows? Nobody knows. Mysteries, mysteries. All right, well, let's jump straight into the PS5 UI. Who did a deep dive on this video and can tell us a great summary of 11 minutes worth? Hopefully, Cessar, because it was not me. It was oh, definitely not me. Brent was raising his hand. Go ahead. There Brent. we go. <laughs> me, 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 me. Pick on me. So y'all really didn't watch this? No, because at this at this point I have a console coming to me. I'll just experience it when it gets in my hands. I caught okay. snippets of it and I heard some highlights, but I didn't like I didn't watch the eleven minutes of it. I if it, it's like Windows, I don't I don't care as long as it works at this point. How's it gonna break on me? What am I gonna have to fix? <laughs> so. so the the biggest the biggest takeaways from this um, the main menu uh, for the console looks like a cleaner version of the the ps4 menu that we have now um you'll still be able to scroll around um and you'll see your your games and all that the store is not its own independent app it's it's baked into the system itself um the the biggest thing that they showed off was the control center Mm -hmm. where with the tap of the ps button 
Uh, you can bring up the control center, and depending on what game you're uh, playing, it has different activities. Uh, they called these uh, cards. I did and, see the activities part. That looks good. That looks next gen, right? Yeah. So, for for instance, they showed off Sackboy Adventure. Uh, with Sackboy Adventure, the you could pull up the card of a certain a event in the game or a level. It'll tell you what your progression is. Uh, how much time you might might need to put into uh, to to complete that level, mm-hmm. and if you go into that specific um, card, sometimes you can even go straight to that level or that event, so you can go ahead and complete it like extremely quickly. Uh, they did show off. Uh, maybe you pull up one of these cards, see that you need a certain collectible, and they are offering. Uh, not every game will do this, but I'm, they... I'm assuming all the Sony games will have this baked in. But oh yeah, I'm yeah. curious about a, a third party that's not like a huge third party. What that what that looks like for them? But they they have a help option, so they they said it can be in multiple different forms. It's all up to the developer. They can do it in the form of maybe uh, just some text you read. Um, maybe an audio file, uh, just little hints, yeah. uh, or they can do a video. And with the video they showed off, you can either do like a picture-in-picture where you can snap it anywhere to the screen that you would like. Uh, you can make it full screen. Uh, and it's it's just a, a random little, little video clip that shows you where you needed to go. And that way you don't necessarily have to stop what you're doing completely. And, you know, leave their platform. They're trying to keep right. you there rather than going off on another device and going through YouTube. And they said yeah. this will also help uh, maybe those people that are looking or having trouble finding something or having trouble doing something. And they can get a specific hint for exactly what they're doing without having to scroll through a bunch of videos, maybe see spoilers, you know, see before and after what they're it's doing true. so it reminds me of uh do you remember when stadia was first announced and they were showing off all the cool things you can do and it had that youtube integration where you could i think it was tomb raider that they showed like it was a jump or something that the player couldn't do and they pulled mm-hmm. up they were able to pull up this menu and i don't think that's in stadia yet do y'all know we haven't done a stadia update in a while i don't no, think that's i don't know mm-hmm. i don't think i don't think i've seen anything about it be it in there no but this sounds awesome it's just a lot more engagement in the game. It, it, it feels like the next level of, you know, trophies and achievements, like where that where that could head, especially with tracking them and things like that. Cesar, is that the kind of things you get in your app that you follow? Does it does it do a similar type feature? I mean, if you just go to what is it called? It's in the PlayStation OS. It did, it shows like a what's it called? I'm looking at it what's new and it just goes through anybody in your friends list and it pretty much shows any milestones or any trophies unlocked. But this will just be like a guided one that, that can help you in progress for certain trophies and stuff. And then sometimes I'll get an inappropriate one. Like I got this picture right here. <laughs> <laughs> what did you get? Sent? I'm not scrolling through the feed right now. Um, all right. I can show you. Let me unblur my camera. Were you being harassed? <laughs> uh, 
it's just super provocative. It's just I'm just randomly going through my, my bullshit and just uh, get an example here and then. Is it like Kratos uh, fanfic? Uh, some <laughs> anime thing for uh, podcast <laughs> listeners. It's some uh, scantily clad anime image. This is, is that from a game you were playing? No, this is from a PS4 game that one of my friends is playing. They posted that image on there. Okay. So it's just me scrolling through, like, trophy, trophy, that image. And I'm like, <laughs> oh. So the, this is already going well. Uh, did anybody look? I know they updated, like, the way trophies and stuff are counted. Anybody look and see what their numbers change to? I actually did not. I didn't I did look not either. pay that much attention. That's all I know you're a little deeper in the ecosystem. I'm in the app right now, so I can tell you where you what numbers you guys are. So. Yes. I think I was on 11 for like 10 years. What did they bump me to? So for you... Went through the roof. Live update, people. Explosions, right? Um, there we go. Gotta scroll down to your name. You are level 99. Hell yes. Wow. I'm that close. I'm that close. Nope. I don't know why this year is level 99. I lied. You're at uh, you're at 208, 208. Oh, there you go. That's even worse. That's a big gap. What the hell? Yeah, this app doesn't go. The, the app doesn't do three numbers apparently. So for Brent, I think Brent's higher than me. All those uh, Crash Bandicoot four achievements. Oh, Brent is 247. Yep. All right. What did it put you at? Are you four digits? Uh, no. Like, I think 999 is the max you can get. So, I think before that, I was, like, uh, level 35, and then after the update. So random. Is that just so you have more incremental jumps? See, yeah, it's easier to level up now. Um, Now I'm at 439. Because I think before that, when they did the first update, I was at 418. And so, I just got up to 439 within the lot since they did that conversion. So, it's easier to level up now. All right, Brant, we got to beat together. Oh. Both of our PlayStation histories combined. As- <laughs> mm. I'm not by much. You could. Not by much. <laughs> All right, this is another interactive people one there, so that, that breaks down everything I got. Platinum, fifty-five platinums, five hundred. What is Jeez. that? Gold, gold, fourteen hundred, nineteen, sixty-six hundred bronze. 8,574 right. trophies. What are your favorite trophies, Cesar? Print them out. Show them to us. Hang them on the wall. I can. What are the ones you're <laughs> proudest of? <laughs> well, believe it or not, I think the rarest trophy I have is a uh, Little Big Planet 1. You got the platinum on that one? Yeah, that's the rarest one I have. Not many people did. Wow. No, if you, if you go to... So, that's if you're into the trophy stuff on there so if you go to psn profiles you can search your name and as long as you join the website and this is like if you're in that community you don't have to join it yeah uh as long as you join the website they will break it down by your user profiles like um like what was your 2000 trophy what was your cesar you're killing us 10 10 mike's killing us cesar <laughs> your 10 platinum platinum or whatever so gotcha uh I'm glad they're embracing this. It's a it's a cool thing to have more of this stuff centered. Like, there are people who will care about these kind of things. And the UI looked a lot snappier. I did see that too. Yeah. And they and they did oh they did they did show off um, a little bit more like the the new share feature where you can edit certain um, photos and and yep. when you send them, 
Uh, again, they they put a disclaimer in there. If you're sending uh, a, a photo or video clip to one of your friends that you've played with, and they may have not have played as much of the game as you or played the game at all, it'll put a disclaimer on there that you know this may contain spoilers. Potential spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the share button on the controller was a big win for PlayStation last year, so they are leaning more into this. And it's a, like it's a new dashboard and it's something to actually get excited about and feel next gen. Mm-hmm. You know, all these Series X previews are out and I'm not going to, you know, flame the fanboy wars or anything. But it is literally another iteration of that, you know, of that One uh, X. Mm-hmm. Like it's the same UI. It's faster. Uh, your biggest thing with that is the quick resume. Does, uh, does Sony have a version of the quick resume type thing? Have they announced anything like that? Bouncing between... Because that seems like it's going to be a standard this generation at some it's, point too. It, it's not quick resume, but I forget I forget what they're calling it. Yeah. But it's supposed to be yeah you can you can load into some of those games. I don't know if they they have the same thing where like Microsoft you can have uh, depending on what games you're playing it'll be different. But just say yeah. you have six games all running at once. I don't know why you'd need six different games all running in the background, but. You could, and you could swap in between the games just depending on... I feel on, called out, Brent. <laughs> just depending on, oh, your friends are on now, I'm going to jump on to some Halo, and then yeah. uh, a couple people hop off. All right, well, I'm, I'm going to go back to Assassin's Creed, and uh, I'm kind of tired of, of, of this mission in Assassin's Creed. I'll jump on some Forza, you know, so... Oh, um, to, to, to answer your question, it, it's worth it for something like Richard where he... He might be playing a single-player game, and then somebody messages him to jump on Master Chief Collection, and it just instantaneous. So, I mean, there's certain. I think it works well if you're multiplayer and you're yep. playing something. If you want to switch over into that, and that way they're not waiting on you to quit the game. You can just swap over quickly, and it's already on there running. It's true. If it's something that's in your 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 quay that you play a lot. So, did you see that in those preview events? Uh, Gears would like break that quick resume thing if you were. <laughs> I think it was the 120 uh, hertz version. Like if you were playing that one, it would just crash. It would just break Dang. the quick resume thing. It's a uh, it's beta hardware and all that stuff that the previewers were sent. Uh, uh, PS5, go ahead, Brent. I was I was also just going to say with with this they they did mention that the uh, with the party system, uh, people in your party have the ability to share what game they're playing, and you can do uh, again another picture in picture. So what they showed off was. The person still playing Little Big Planet and their friend playing Uncharted Lost Legacy, and they could do a picture in picture and see what their friend was doing in Uncharted, while they continued to play their game. And I wondered, so, so we're going to use that. We're going to. I was use like, I, I, I wondered um, how that would work, and also if you could you if you could go full screen with that, mm-hmm. because in the time we're in now, I mean that would help us with with streaming and things like that. But also say your uh, in a game, maybe it doesn't have hints. It's an older PS4 title. Your friend, you see your friends playing that. They like, hey, you're you're near the same part I am. Could you hold on two seconds while I boot into that? And you can show me how to get to where you are. And yeah, so it, it's it's a cool little feature. I definitely like that. We uh, I know growing up, my brother and I, as we were playing RPGs, we would, you know, in the in the PS1 days, we would know an FMV was coming up. One of us would have played the game before the other. And it's like, dude, let me know when you are about to go in the castle because I want to come in here. We would end up taping those FMVs, but I wanted to see the video again. It's like, okay, I know where you're almost to. I want to be here for that part. 
like I watched, uh, you know, the pivotal moment in Final Fantasy VII. I knew that was coming, so I was like, let me know when you're go- going to this place <laughs> and you're getting to the end of it. I want to be there with you. Why? It's, it's cool. We might be close to the end of the disc. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So I can see we're, we're sharing moments like that and doing stuff like that would be pretty cool. Or like an asynchronous game. Maybe, um, you know, like on Destiny or something like that where you want to see, you know, because I've seen that play in Halo. Like when uh, Cesar and I were playing Halo, we were in the same game, but we were on different screens. We could still see like what the other person was doing. And I've rearranged some of that stuff since then, but you know that's kind of baked into that OS, and that seems really cool. There's a lot of cool new features added to this thing. It seems like a beast. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see what it'll do. Uh, another cool feature is chat report functionality detail. This comes from Gamatsu. Report verbal harassment with an up to 40-second-long audio clip. Uh, this will be sent to a moderation committee if you are receiving. Uh, do they break down what they don't want you to get? It just says harassment. Harassment, offensive. If it's a, a violation of the community code of conduct, so I'm sure it's broken down in there. But we've all had a... Uh, was the last time I had something said to me? Get those texts, the messages. Yeah. And it's, I know. Uh, it, it's uh, again, the fanboy thing, but it's only on Xbox. Like, yeah. <laughs> and friend of the show, Jeremy, he's like, I've been playing Call of Duty on PlayStation for five years. I start playing Halo with you, and in six months, I've gotten more hate mail <laughs> The six months and I did for the five years on PlayStation. It's like, I don't know. I don't, you know, it, maybe it's just a Halo thing because that's what I'm getting my messages in is Halo. And it's usually people taunting me because everybody on my team's better. I'm like, really? We won. So I played plenty of Call of Duty, Xbox 360 growing up. There's always either some immature kid or like literally an eight year old on there just, just saying saying things they really shouldn't. Right. And you're like, do, do you even do you know what you just called me? Like, you don't know better, and no one's monitoring you. That's why yeah. the ESRB stuff's on the box. On, what does it say? Online interactions can't be rated. <laughs> yeah, but right, I know this cool this feature. was a yeah this was a, a big issue at first. I know because they pushed uh, the update 8.0 on on PS4, and they got a lot of people worried just because they said, oh, you can you might be recorded in uh, your party chat, and that got people wondering what was going on, so they had to come out and clarify with this this statement afterward. It saying broke that, party chat to a certain extent, didn't it? Uh, yeah, for a little bit. But, um, uh, yeah, they had to, they had to come out and, and say it's it's just for, for these 40-second audio clips when and if there's an issue. But, yeah. I mean, for someone like me, I mean, it's... It, I only it was only ever an issue if you go into a party and somebody's just being a loud mouth yeah. and won't shut up or they're just blasting music. And it's just as easy as you go into the menu, you mute them and you just keep playing. So, yeah, but what what might roll off of you might affect somebody else, you know, if they're if they're constant with it. True. And if it's blatant, like, hey, here's a sound clip. It is what it is. When is the last time y'all were in a mic? chat with randos has it it's been so long for me i can't even tell you so he's shaking his head too even uh solo player you know that even uh i'm pretty sure it was the 360 had the option to where you could go in and um 
either I know you could report the player, but I think you yeah. could even you you could even have the option to say avoid this player. Yeah. I, I'm 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 pretty sure that was the three sixty. You could take away their street cred too, wouldn't there like a star rating <laughs> for street cred? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like a Yelp review they give you for when you play on it. <laughs> I'm like, Arrive like late at cold food. <laughs> I think for some, whatever reason I'm like at eighty three percent on Xbox. What'd you I do? Pissed, I pissed off seventeen percent of the people I played what with. What did you do? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we should go back and see what our rankings are. <laughs> Unfriendly player. I don't remember. I don't remember. Is, was it on the Xbox One? I know it was on the three sixty. I can find it easily on the three sixty. I remembered on three sixty. I don't remember yeah. so much on Xbox One. I guess they feel like they fixed it that generation, but now it's a highly touted feature for the generation following that one. Yeah. I mean, it's still there. You go backwards compatibility and you go in that dashboard. It, I can still look at my uh, reputation. I think it was a like reputation. That's what they called it. Yep. Street yeah. cred. I said street cred. Cesar has an Xbox reputation of 83%. Yep. 17% of the people hate playing with me. It is what it is. <laughs> Just on Xbox. You have more favorable, favorable reviews on other platforms. I have favorited you as a as a switch player. I don't know what that delineates on there, but hey, I get a star by my name. Yeah, you do for some reason. Yeah. Um, also, they announced that PS5 players will be able to chat with PS4 players, and another part of that UI. I don't know if it was discussed before, but you can actually see what console people are playing on. It has like a little picture of the system next to it. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. Who wants to talk about this turbo graphics? Nobody's gonna get. Oh, because it's going to sell instantaneously? Yeah, thanks, Analog. I was hoping it was going to be another one of their, uh, for the the Pocket, but... Pocket? Yeah. Hey, they, they have an expansion for the Pocket as well. Coming uh, coming with this is, uh, that you can use the Hue cards in. If you can ever get any of their products. All right, so outside <laughs> of this... We're each going to have to Voltron all the Analog products. Like, each one of us is going to be successful getting one piece of it, and then we can combine to have the ultimate Analog product. Yeah, they uh, they posted something on Twitter that they were coming out with something new, um, and then the announcement was, uh, and this is all from The Verge, uh, from Andrew Webster, uh, that they got a Analog Duo, which is a console that supports a huge range of hardware, including the TurboGrafx-16, PC Engine, Super Graphics, TurboGrafx CD, PC Engine CD-ROM, and Super Arcade CD-ROM. It's slated to launch in 2021 for the, for the price of $199. The price was the most amazing part of this. Pretty affordable, yeah. yeah. If you look at like by the by now, if you have a Turbo Duo, it needs to be recapped. That's like a notorious thing with those. So a recap Turbo a Turbo Duo is two ninety nine, three ninety nine. A recapped one's going to be up to like next generation console price. So to have an labor. affordable option is awesome. It's mm-hmm. just not going to be obtainable. And uh, and to quote analog hardware, um, as previous analog hardware, the company said the deal was built without using emulation. And how here's how the company describes it: We're preserving history with FPGA hardware. Duo was designed with unparalleled compatibility. The core functionality of each system is engineered directly into an Altera Cyclone V sophisticated FPGA. We spent thousands of hours engineering each system via FPGA for absolute accuracy. Unlike the knockoff and emulation systems that riddle the market today, you'll be experiencing the entire NEC era free of compromises. Duo was designed to preserve video game history with the respect it deserves. Okay, uh, I, I do get their pomp and circumstance, but that FPGA, we can all get cores right now if we had a mister. We can all get the same. And actually, the guy who's written the best FPGA core for 
Turbo Graphics, he says this is not his product that they that they licensed for the analog. So that's kind of like an ongoing thing is to figure out exactly what's running this product. And to echo what Brent said, they said to go along with this, the company's making a $29.99 adapter so that the Pocket can play TurboGrafx-16, PC Engine, and SuperGrafx <laughs> games as well. Pocket's going to support as much of handheld history as possible, said Tabor. Uh, it's just not for any of us here. So that's uh, right, we're good because the... Uh, our machine's going to play Turbo CD games. So and it's the, box. the yeah, it's the very few who, who cards that are uh, that are kind of left out there. But in my opinion, and I'm not a huge Turbo Graphics library person, I did a fair share of research on it. That Turbo Graphics Mini knocks a bunch of those out of the park, and it was done by M2. So if you're really after something like this, I, I do highly recommend that uh, Turbo Graphics Mini, especially for the little one. The the who card games there are some cd-rom games on there like rondo of bloods on there and it goes through the whole prompt like you hear the cd spinning and you hear the bios fire up and all that stuff but richard it's emulation (laughs) i don't know who wrote this core man and and we could all have like i said we could all have misters and and be running the same stuff without having to pay the analog this i I think this really benefits those who still have that original software which there is a use case for this so yeah. There's somebody on out there sitting on a, a mountain of turbo graphics stuff and uh and they'll be able to play these. I've only got I've got two CD games I think and about six of the Who card games, so it's not a major physical collection of mine either. I do have a Turbo Express though, so I don't need the pocket converter. And it's so damn pricey to get into anything for that system. All those games are, are so expensive. The crap ones. The shittiest games for Turbo Graphics are going to be 30 40 bucks right off the yeah. road. I still have been meaning to go back and play that Splatterhouse on there after you were talking about it, Brant. All right, Cesar, thanks for the rundown on the analog device. Uh, that pre-order will go up and not, and subsequently right back down in early 2021, I think they said. As I think about yeah. loading the web page, it would uh, servers goes offline, and everybody responds on Twitter that they got one, and I never got a chance. I never even put the uh, other thing in my. I never got the pocket in my cart, and I was right there. The I was there too. Up. I was trying to log in, and it's like error, and I'm like, and somehow people were purchasing shit. And I was like, whatever. At that point, we were back and forth. I think I even told you like ah, I wasn't gonna get it, and then I was at the computer when it went up, and I'm like, sure, I'll I'll throw PayPal money at it and see what we get. <laughs> Maybe that was it. Oh, well, there's another Whatever. product out there. Uh, the best thing, I think, and I've sounded negative throughout this whole entire thing, but uh, for retro gaming enthusiasts, like when Cesar and I first started kind of collecting games together, I guess, retro gaming was an afterthought. Like we, it was just, you know, old games people didn't really want, especially there was that era of everything going 3D, and if it was still 2D, then it was not good anymore. And that clearly has reversed itself you know shovel knight's this super popular game and you know the retro community is, is speaks for itself but and demand speaks for itself but for a long time these type products weren't available so it, it kind of feels like a somebody else on twitter called this a golden age for retro gaming and i do feel like there's there's more opportunities you know out there to get a hold of hardware like this or you know the mr project things like that there's there's plenty of ways to play these games even if jim ryan doesn't want us to do it <laughs> Which is where I was getting. <laughs> All right. Uh, who wants to tell us about uh, the PS5 fan and its variable refresh rate? <laughs> uh, I can. I think uh, it's 
pretty simple. This one's also from The Verge. Um, I thought this was really cool, though. Uh, this one's from Nick Stahl. Stott. Uh, he basically says because of that huge, is a huge 120 millimeter fan, uh, which is cool. It's you know the, the bigger the fan, the quieter it is. Mm-hmm. So I mean, most people don't know that. that's why you get a lot of noise. Is when the smaller fans, those 40 millimeters, and those I, I always get like these tiny fan, like these tiny fans I have for my work laptop, which I think. Yeah. I don't know if there's a 40. They might be. They're less than that. They got to be like 24 or something like that. Nonstop complaints about how how loud those things are because they're small. It's got to move a lot of air. So I was gonna say those those stock PS3 fans were notoriously small, weren't they? And they didn't have enough blades or something. Yeah, because they came back with two extra blades. I think they're like mm-hmm. they came out with an eight blade instead of a six. Um, which is weird because mine was like a shortly after launch 60 gig and it had an eight blade in there when i opened it up did it when it was supposed to have a six but i must have gotten one of the eight blades where when they were starting to put them in there but um yeah you know a lot of people make joke about jokes about how big that fan is it is 120 millimeters wide 45 millimeters thick uh, i love it i love it as they said on here they're going to uh, i'm going to sum it up and basically they're going to collect data uh from when the apu runs for certain games and they're going to update those in the background so Based off feedback on those, how those games are, because um, a lot of that that 120 uh, millimeter is going to pull a lot of air, so it may not need to be running constantly. And you're worried, and like I said, they have to put dust catchers in there because that's going to pull in a lot of air. Uh, I'm not worried about this console overheating because that thing is going to be pulling in air. I, I'm more worried about that thing getting clogged up with dust. Yeah, but the, yeah. they built they built it up enough where you can open it up easily and blow it out. So awesome which feature, is, which is something you're going to have to do with when that's going to be the downside with it, but. Outside of that, they're going to control it and try to optimize the console a little bit better based off a uh, game. So it, they're going to that fan's going to run at the maximum output on games that needs it, and it's going to run a minimum when the games that they don't. So that helps. That also help preserve life of the fan too, because you know those things are only going to run for a certain amount of hours before they break. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. so, and that's pretty much how the that article goes over. That's just they're just being transparent on um, how they're going to do their uh, cooling system on there. Yeah. So. I do like the transparency, and I do like the you you do, you could almost say over engineering. It's it's like the Xbox One. It was that big giant box, and people called it the VCR and all that kind of stuff. But it was so well designed to keep that from having a red ring of death incident. And I don't know any. Do y'all know anybody who's had an Xbox One die? No, no. Uh, it's like everything else that I've read online. Like maybe one or two people complain about PS4 die, and there's one or two people complain about the Xbox die. So. But it's not anywhere near the issue that last generation or the one before that was. The biggest issue that I see with the OG Xbox Ones are um, they're prone to disc read errors. I do see that a lot. Okay. Because I when I researched when I was ordering those GameFly discs and they wouldn't read in my Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> that that was like um that's like a legit issue with those uh, OG ones. It seems like they fix it with the S and um, beyond, but. Is it a certain laser that they put in there, or like maybe the way it's it's positioned in the console? I didn't go into details and try to research it too deeply. I just know that it was Wonder. a common complaint. So, but it wasn't it uh, wasn't super huge though. It wasn't like it was like is maybe like one every one out of every thousand. Yeah, um, I guess. Real but small it, sample it was, size. That was you know how you know how you find common issues. That was the only common issue I saw with the, the OG. I wasn't like random issues here and there like what we saw with the 360. Yeah. So it's the same thing with the I think the PS4. I think the most common issue with the PS4 is the on the uh, the launch ones is the randomly shutting off because it's that uh, that power button will get stuck or whatever, where people will just it'll just randomly go to sleep and wake up and and eject the disc randomly because <laughs> that, that button gets stuck. So PSP I, style. 
shoots it across the room. They have to, yeah, they have to go in there and like get it's because dust clogs off that spot and they got to go in yeah. there and clean it out. And that usually solves it, usually. But yeah. that's the most common issue I've seen with the PS4. But I always wonder with the, the laser, like, uh, you remember the DVD ROM issues with the original Xbox? Like, you can pop the drawer out and you can tell by the circles in the drawer. Like if you have a Samsung, a Philips, there was a Thompson drive, and I think there's one more. It might have been a Toshiba, and you can tell like what drive is in the Xbox and how dependable it is and that kind of stuff. So I'm always curious about you know what the as they source these parts, like what the consistency is and if there's any hits and misses. All right, that's the PS5 cooling fan. Uh, Serious Sam developer Crow Team has been purchased by Devolver Digital. This comes from Sao Romano Gamatsu. Um, they had a real cool story talking about, uh, it's a very small team, Crow Team, that's made these Serious Sam games. And they've been kind of cross-publishing for a while. Uh, Gamatsu notes, since then, Crow Team and Developer Digital have partnered on dozens of games from the frantic Serious Sam series to the award-winning Talos Principle across PC consoles, virtual reality, and mobile platforms. So they just decided to make it official and, uh, join hands. So... Pretty cool thing. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming that's more stability for Crow Team. Anybody a Serious Sam fan? Uh, well, way back in the day when I first built my uh, PC, <laughs> I was like, that. That was like an 05. I was probably like Serious Sam two or some shit like that. So yeah, there's but uh, I, there's two for the original Xbox because I started seeking them out right after this story. No, it's like I think what's funny is that they got purchased by Devolver. It's the HD though. collection. Yeah, they got purchased by Devolver Digital, but they first worked with Gathering Developers, which majority of the Gathering Developers people are Devolver Digital. What, uh, what kind right. of ad space is Sal Romano selling on Gamatsu? Oh, in the world? Like, it is, uh, this? It's all based off what your uh, web searches are. Cause I get uh, ads. That is inaccurate, sir. Well, it might be partially <laughs> accurate. Let's <laughs> see. Because if I go in here, I do not get the same thing you got. I saw something for <laughs> Sony. <laughs> Uh, I have a Play Asia ad. I got some, uh, apparently since I'm old ass, uh, doctor doing this every morning can snap baggy, sag, sagging skin, no creams needed. Oh, in uh, Disney World. <laughs> this one, locate anyone by entering their name. This is addicting. A guide to your teen athlete sports physical. I'm not sure oh, why. Sh- oh, shit. Um, <laughs> buy apple cider vinegar gummies by Nunk. They help people with weight control. Uh. <laughs> and then I get, and then I go down first, and I get the first comment, and then the next ad is Doctor doing this every morning can snap back, back sagging skin, no creams oh, needed. And then at I the get very that top. Again. I see the ones you are talking about. I've got those too. <laughs> Cancel TV shows announced. The full list. What's at the very top? What's your top ad banner? Right above uh, where it says Devolver Digital acquires Crow Team. <laughs> mine, mine is actually mine is not the pornographic image you got. Mine's a charity. Mine is a it wants me to fill lives with hope and work at the Atlanta food kitchen. Of course, Cesar. Thank you for the wholesome answer. Brant, what's yours? What is your show? It, it was a Disney World ad, and now it is a <laughs> ad for uh, Oyo, is what it says. That, that's the uh, Ouya. For, Ouya. You can still order the Ouya. No, it's for some hotel, um, I guess, third party, help you find hotel, cheap hotel rooms. Okay, so Brant. What I'm saying. <laughs> this checks out. <laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. All right, Cesar, tell us about that Cotton reboot. 
and give me a brief history on the Cotton Series. I know there's an extremely rare one out there. It's a broom shooter. It's in the broom shooter genre. It's a cute em up, sir. Cute em up. There we go. That's the genre. Uh, so this one is from Gimatsu uh, from San Romano. Uh, in Games will release Cotton Reboot both physically and digitally for PlayStation 4 and Switch in quarter 2021, which uh, was good for me because I ended up canceling my Amazon Japan one, which was like 90 bucks because uh, yeah. I thought that was the route I was going to go. Um, in Japan, Cotton Reboot is due out on, for PS4 and Switch on February 25th, 2021. Uh, to shoot him up with an adorable main character, a young wish name uh, called Nata de Cotton is hot, headed in mature overacts, and rides on a broomstick accompanied by a fairy <laughs> named Silk. Cotton is it's all uh, clothing based or thread based. Cotton is crazy about candies called Willows. Not the movie. Uh, this candies are so good that she won't <laughs> let just get a TV get in show. her way to get them. On the end, uh, Disney Plus, talk about sugar cravings. It's a remaster of uh, what Brant said as a cute em up. Uh, this one is taken from the X6800 uh, original mode uh, from Charts Personal Computer from 1993, and this one is done in 16 by 9 redesigned graphics and characters. It's also got the some quality of life improvements, which is uh, in score, attack mode, player competes for scores online within limited time, two minutes, and five minute modes can be selected. And then there's a limited edition version on there as well, which c- comes with some extra goodies. So it's very cool. The the treasures of the X sixty eight thousand that we never got has been continued to be explored. They got like definitive Castlevanias and things like that. Uh, yeah. We got a port of this on was it Sega CD or Sega Saturn? Didn't we get a cotton game on one of those, or was that an import that I'm thinking of? Uh, I don't know if we got it in the US of A. Yeah, it might have been I, an import it, that I'm thinking of. There, I believe it's an import. And I still expensive. I, I I'm trying to say it's a Saturn game, but I'm not 100% sure if it was a Saturn or CD. It's like a it CD. Rings a, it rings a bell that it's Saturn for some reason. It, it was released on a whole bunch of shit. So yeah. if, you, if you go into Wikipedia and you list everything it was released on, it was an arcade Neo Geo Pocket Color PlayStation Sharp X. There's a Neo Geo Pocket Color version. Yep. TurboGrafx CD, mobile phones, okay. Super Nintendo, Mega Drive, Sega Saturn, Dreamcast, and PS2. I've never heard of half of these versions. There's also a Pachinko game featuring Cotton available for the PS2 as well. Uh, Cotton <laughs> appears as a hidden character in the Nintendo DS game Rondo Swords. Cotton also appears as a DSL, DLC character in the PC game Trouble Witch's Origin Episode 1, Daughters of Amagon. i never heard of that. Mm-mm. Very cool. Check this out. Gameplay is awesome. Uh, next up, Bandai Bando Namkai, as we as we mentioned last episode, uh, trademarks Tales of Luminaria in Europe. Uh, we have not gotten the uh, most recently announced Tales games, Tales of Crystoria, which came out in July, and Tales of the Rays. But Christoria. here we have Tales of Luminaria. What do you think, Cesar? Crystoria is already out. I have yeah, it on my phone. I, I reread it a second time. The uh, July launched Tales yeah. of Crystoria. My bad. Uh, I think Tales of the an- Rays. What is? What is Tales of the Rays? There's an anime coming out, too, for Crystoria, which is random. Um, I don't know. Tales of the Rays, I think, was one of those... Uh, I don't know what the hell Tales of the Rays. I, I think that went away, didn't it? This Gamatsu article does not mention it. By uh, I don't know, man. I don't do the mobile Tales games anyway. so And that's done by my favorite Tales team, which handles the 2D games, but I'm not... It's, it's not my thing. So. Yeah. 
I'm not super excited about this because I'm pretty sure it's not going to be anything substantial at all. Like, so. <laughs> I think it's going to be a phone game. It's probably going to be a phone game, which is fine. People play it, and that's the reason why they make it. So, yeah. uh, I think their main line, uh, main, next main one's going to be the Tales of Arise. So, uh, that's not a uh, anything in the previous series and the old ones that would own that naming convention. So, yeah. I started looking at mobile things this way, right? We know they're the cash cows, and Nintendo has recently discovered that too. So while I'm thinking, like, I tried that Mario Kart tour. It's not for me. Like, this isn't Mario Kart, right? It's not for me. That's fine. There are people who are going to put millions of dollars into this game, and they are going to fund, you know, not just Mario Kart, but other things that I will enjoy and know I will enjoy. So maybe this is one of those for you, Cesar, where it's an influx of cash for the Tales series and, and provides them some stability. If it's a mobile game. Yeah, I mean, because you got to remember, this is the first Tales series where they're going to have... They got a new uh, producer on that one, because remember, the Hedio left, so... He he went to... Remember, he went to the whole thing where he went to Square Enix and... I was about to say he was at Square for a while, right? And he built up that game, and he randomly quit, and then they had to cancel that game, so... But, uh... I need a story on that one. I want to know what that game was like. I got to know. Yeah, I mean, they they were far... I mean, they they were some ways along with it, so... And Didn't we see screenshots it. and stuff? Yeah. I, I guess they felt they weren't confident it was going to get done without him. So he, when he left, and they just went ahead and just canceled it all compl- all together. It's, so. it's wild. But I'm trying to remember. I think the, the guy they got doing uh, the tells now is uh, the guy who's, who's handled um, uh, Namco's version of Monster Hunter, which uh, the name escapes me right now. Where is the uh, Star Ocean franchise currently? Where is that sitting outside of those two, the PSP ports? Uh, nowhere, because I think Square owns the Star Ocean franchise when they acquired Enix, and the last couple of games have not sold to expectations, so, uh, um, I think it's on, like, uh, what they call life support, because that's why they did that port of that PSP one, where they were trying to just gather some sales on it, because, so, I mean, it's not, I don't know, that's, that last game they came out with was not, uh, great, so. Not great. The last couple ones they came out with, they were been pretty weak, so. They have the IP in a franchise. I feel like a franchise, especially these days, is never really dead. Uh, Brant, Cesar's well documented with uh, Tales of series. Do you have any uh, background in it or Star Ocean or any of those RPGs? No, I do not. Um, our, I may be absolutely wrong here, but... The PSP ones uh, are the Legends of Heroes games tied to the Tales franchise at all? Sit back. Here we go. Go ahead, Cesar. No, piece of me just died. Because <laughs> no, I thought I saw something about like those are Trails games, remember. right, Cesar? Those are Trails games. The Trails. Legend, there we go. Yeah, Legend of Heroes is a completely different thing. I mean, because you had the you, you, what is it? Uh, tr- the Trail series starts off at like game number nine or ten in that series, and then you had uh, four, five, and six was on PSP, which was like the Witch one and um, the previous ones. I think right now they're on this Trails kick right now, where they've done Trails in the Sky and Trails of Cold Steel. Yeah, and they just came out with the final. They kind of closed up that that Trails loop before they came out with the new uh, story and that that saga. So, all right, Cesar, the board is yours. Would you like to close out the category of Trails or Tales for a thousand? Both. Trails versus Tales. <laughs> All right, uh, uh, Brant, last in news. Halo Master Chief Collection 4K, 120 frames per second upgrade on Series X and Series S. 
for campaign and multiplayer uh, you put in there, was that going to make me buy one of these consoles? It will not. That will be uh, just a faster frame rate <laughs> in which to see myself die. And uh, I'm not looking forward to that. It will also involve upgrading equipment, which Cesar yep. is currently equipped to die in the faster frame rate also. My update came through. I My TV officially supports 120 frames per second now. The Gulf Coast update right. came through? Mm-hmm. All you had to do was go down to the Gulf Coast. Where did you take, how close to the golf did you have to get before it prompted you? I, I didn't. The golf came to me. <laughs> the golf came to me. <laughs> I just oh, I patiently waited, and it just came to me. Have you tested anything out on it yet? Um, no, because I don't have anything that can run 4K 120 frames per second. That's so right. I think uh, the, the One X could always do 120 frames per second, but it was at 1080p, and it did it anyway. So, but I don't have anything that takes advantage of it. So I won't be able to fully test that out until the next-gen consoles come out. So when this one of my Series X comes in, I can actually we'll be able to play something 120 frames per second. So. Throw it in there and see what it looks like. I'm just curious to see. I heard some previews that were they were hitting. This is like the first round of these. Nothing is super optimized yet. So I'm just I'm curious to see how that affects gameplay and multiplayer maps and all that kind of stuff. I mean, uh, they did be... say Rainbow Six is getting that too, right? Yeah. And it's coming to Game it's, Pass. Yeah, coming to Game Pass. A lot of Rainbow Six news. Yeah, it's going to get weird because you saw where they had to break down uh, Devil May Cry 5 Special Edition where you had, like, uh, ray tracing, and then you can only do, like, was a 4K 30 frames per second with ray tracing enabled, and then 1080p for 60 frames per second, and then if you go and without... Ray tracing. And ray tracing. And you go that, was without, the best, that was the best option, right? Are we in agreement on that? <laughs> uh, without, and without, you could do uh, 4K 120 frames. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I believe so. 4K yep. 120 frames without ray tracing. Yeah. Yep, no ray tracing. That's uh, I mean, that's where we're headed. You can have love, options. I love Twitter because somebody below that was like, "Who plays?" He's like, "They're like, who plays a uh, Devil May Cry 30 frames per second?" <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people have in the past, right? Yes, you know how people are. It's an action game. You want you, right. those frames matter more than the fidelity, graphic fidelity. So right. That seemed to be the obvious answer. I've it's documented on the show. I've played about 20 minutes of a Devil May Cry game, and uh. I got the impression you definitely want high frame rate for that. That seemed like the obvious answer there. Um, that Halo Master Chief update is going to go live. Was it at launch? No, November seventeenth. Uh, um, become fully optimized for Series X, Series S. There you go, so sorry. Uh, We're going to celebrate with a uh, with high frame rate Halo together. Also yeah. supporting the cross gen play and adjustable field of vision, which is cool. And I don't know if people have been clamoring for that. The Halo 4 flight just went up on PC. I got an invite for that, but I haven't tried it yet. And um, if you register a monster, is it monster that they're doing the promotion with? If you Mm -hmm. register a monster energy drink at some Halo link they have, you'll get a free copy of Halo 5 Guardians. So even if you have Game Pass and you have access to that, that'll still give you a license for it. So that might be something some listeners are interested in, uh, in at least... You know, that gets you they get you Halo five and then maybe you only have to pay for live and you can play some Halo five online. Or play the campaign that Cesar and I got five minutes into and stopped. <laughs> um yeah, hopefully I'll get the hundred twenty frames update and I'll probably be playing shit after that. You wanna so. play it then? Uh yeah, fuck it. Why not? I mean we have time now between now and infinite. It got pushed I, back, so it wasn't I, it's not the rush it was. I mean, in November and in December, I have like a total of three weeks off, so hit me on whenever. Yo, I, I, don't, I, just, I could probably knock it out in the day. I'll, 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 I'll finally be done with my science game by then. So, 
That'll be fun. Uh, I think that's it for news. Y'all have anything else you want to add? That's it. Uh, yeah, I don't think I. Oh yeah, outside of that, um, I finally got the notification from Best Buy. All my PS5 accessories will be shipped to me on the October 31st. October 30th. Uh, except for my controller charger, which for whatever reason got delayed until November 7th, and I'm like, well, or right, whatever. So mine, not- mine is going to ship from uh, Target on the same day, and I did get my controller charger confirmation. So you can bring your controllers here, and you may charge them here, sir, if you would like. Super excited, yep. Finally, finally hey. get a fuck, fucking controller to use USB-C. It's going to take like one hour to charge that shit instead of like seven years. So, Oh, hey. while we're on this, go ahead, Brian. I'm sorry. There's there's some stores that are already breaking the uh, the street date. There's been pictures um, posted on Reddit of people taking pictures. I think it was in a Walmart of them just sitting in the glass case. Cool. So depending on where you are, you might be lucky enough to just walk into a uh, Walmart, find them sitting there and buy them even though you can't really use it on anything you might be able to use it on a pc we don't know so i'd be able to limited use on ps4 maybe or is that Possibly. just ps4 games on ps5 i think uh, it ran in that one uh, at this point i think they're only shipping those accessories early just that way that they can help ease it when those consoles launch that way they're not flooding it all around when they're trying to get ps5s in people's hands so yep because they were talking about uh, having, what did they get, like Delta, like a special Delta charter for consoles or something? Uh, that was in the news a couple of months ago. I can't remember if we talked about it or not. We did. I can't remember if it was uh, UPS or FedEx and they chartered planes with them or some shit like that. Yeah. So, to ensure delivery. Ground delivery. I think it was to the end of the year because I think they were trying to make sure they, they get enough consoles floating out through the holidays because they um, that's just probably where they're going to make their money. So hopefully. Doesn't seem like that's going to be an issue this go around. Well, the pre-order thing's been a catastrophe, but I hope enough of those get the market that it's not an issue. But it's it's probably going to be one of the holidays' hottest things, right? Both of these consoles, the the Series X went up on Best Buy today, and I think it was gone within like two minutes. And a friend of the show, Russell, still can't get his all access one straightened out. He's still struggling with that. They they've they've dropped the ball on that program, to be honest. That's yeah. that was not as straightforward as they presented it, and it seems like they're sticking with that program. But you know, it's his chosen retailer dropped out of it, so that kind of caused a catastrophe for him. All right, gentlemen, games play time. Games play time. What games do we play? Uh, I'll kick us off again, like I usually do. I got the shorter list. Uh, no Halo this time. Uh, I was talking to Brandon in, in, in pre-show. I wasted probably 12 hours of my life on sports this weekend uh, with no – nothing came uh, gratification, well, we, well, <laughs> no sense of victory. You got to admit, you know, a lot of people out here on there are giving the brave shit, and I was like, this wasn't like a collapse. I mean, somebody had to lose these games, and a lot of these games were close, and they were very good. They were. So. I mean, except for, the one where, except for the one where we blew that that first inning again and with like eleven runs, and it everything, wasn't competitive. Yeah. every one of those games were back and forth, and it wasn't like it could it could have been anybody's game. It, I mean, we we held our own. It just sucked. Somebody had to lose, unfortunately. So it was a good was series. Us. We're a yeah. young team. We're gonna have many more successful years. This was just. I still think we're ahead of the plan. Like we weren't supposed to get this far, but it was exciting to be that far and still have a lead and to be up three games to one and and then not make it. So. I mean, we made a couple little errors where, you know, um, what was it? Azuna left the base early. Yeah, base running errors. Yeah, so, I mean, this, and, and they weren't, like, horrible. I mean, they were, like, on the – it wasn't, like, blatantly. He just was a little bit early. That was it. And, and Not then, tagging up. 
fucking uh, Mookie Betts, man. They, <laughs> he's a good ball player. Hey, they, uh, is, he's a cheat code. He's like Michael Vick on Madden 04. He's a damn a, cheat code. There's a reason why, you know, LA traded for him and they give him all that money. And you see why. So, I mean, you saw the game with the, uh, the Rays last night. He's, he's, he's making results, man. So I saw highlights. I'm kind of, I'm kind of burned on baseball right now. I might go back to my no podcast streaming baseball games <laughs> to get uh, my I, fix. Still, you know it me, hurts, man. It hurts right now. You know me, I throw the game on in the background and I play a game. So it's, I usually casually look over. So I, at this point I have no investment in it. So it just, it is what it is. So, yeah, you can you can watch idly. It was fun. Uh, my neighbor's a big Dallas Cowboys fan, so it was fun Monday night to watch them lose. But they're still uh, in first no place. investment in the game. They're still in first place, and the they are in first place. They keep losing. Yeah. They're in first place somehow. With uh, with being two uh, two wins and three losses, they're in first place somehow. So America's team. <laughs> every, every other team in there only has one win in the NFC East. So garbage division. Every year, same thing. Uh, I did some more tinkering. I was talking to, to Brand about this in pre-production as well. Uh, I, I've got the same TV that he has in the background there, that Toshiba. can't remember the series name. I think it's like AF27 something. And um, I had some geometry issues with it. Like there was a little curvature at the top. So I got into the system menu and was kind of tinkering around with that. I'm, I'm still messing with that a little bit. Uh, I spent the majority of Sunday rearranging my game room. So I've got a much better setup outside of like where my games are stacked up at but um i'll have to send you guys a picture cesar just did i send you a picture i believe oh, not i thought i did but uh i've kind of got a, a a playing area on one side and then I, I got all my boxes that i've been toting around for millennia at this point and i've been at eight different homes and apartment complexes and storage spaces and all that they're kind of stacked up on the other side but i'll send you all a picture so i do feel productive as far as that goes uh played a little bit of sly cooper not much. I think I got like one more of the of the keys to unlock that thing. I got to get back to Sly. No more Final Fantasy IX. Uh, I did play Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance on the PS2. I started this up about six months ago, and I played probably the same hours worth and came to the same realization. Uh, this is an awesome game. I'd rather be playing this couch co-op. So I'm going to wait for the opportunity to experience that with somebody because that game is just cool as shit, and I need to play that with somebody. Uh, Brant, inexperienced with Dark Alliance, the Diablo-esque Baldur's Gate? I don't remember if it was Dark Alliance or just the original Baldur's Gate. Those games, to me, are always more fun sitting there with somebody else. Because yep. playing by your by yourself, they're just... It's not that there's, you know, nothing going on, but it's it's one of those, one of those things that definitely enhances the experience with another person. Yep. It does. And I always enhance. think back of that... Enhance. <laughs> I always think about that uh, that holiday PS2 poster when the GameCube and Xbox was coming out, and they were like, "Here's games coming out this fall and holiday on PS2," and it was like it was ridiculous. Baldur's Gate was one, Ace Combat, Final Fantasy X, Silent Hill 2, uh, Metal Gear Solid 2. It was just crazy. The the scope, uh, Ratchet and Clank was one of no, it was Jack and Daxter, wasn't it? Just like the scope of the yeah. games that came out at that time, like the the breadth and quality of, of those titles. PS2 was a beast, man. Every time I'm playing like Sly Cooper or I pop in one of these RPGs, I'm like, holy shit. This was a system. Uh, no Halo. I bought Pillars of Eternity for Xbox. I got that pretty cheap. Has anybody played that on long, PC or anything? Long time ago. I think it's in that same vein. I, I installed it on Xbox, but I haven't fired it up and run it or anything. I'm, I'm craving one of these... I bought another one to play with Russell. It was, um, I think it's like Pathfinder or something. Does that sound right? And uh, I talked him into buying it. We just got to put we got to put together time. We've also been wanting to go back to Diablo as well. So 
it's just a matter of scheduling this stuff. But it was mostly one of my uh, I call them tinker tinker weekends. I like to hook stuff up and see how it looks and see how it runs and that kind of stuff. It's it's kind of one of my things. It's not really gameplay or productivity, but it's just uh, messing around with stuff, fucking around with shit. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Also found uh, I made a trip to a, a local thrift store and got a uh, PS3 Guitar Hero guitar. I'm like, hell yeah, it's, it's in great condition. Look at this shit. These things are getting super expensive. Uh, I'm sure it's Bluetooth. I'll just get it home and turn it on and pop in Beatles Rock Band and get to town. And uh, I forgot about the whole like dongle gate you have with PS3 instruments. You got to have an attachment. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So then my next thought, I was like, last time I looked these up, because I know they're getting kind of expensive. Last time I looked these up, they were they were a little pricey for a dongle. And uh, the the dongle that goes with the guitar that I paid $2.50 for is currently uh, averaging $67 on eBay. So Jesus. <laughs> it, looks, it looks like I won't be... I won't be making, I won't be playing any, uh, with that guitar. I, I, I have a set of instruments still, but as, as that stuff gets harder and harder to find in decent condition, if I can, you know, put my hands on it, it's not an eBay gamble and I'm not having to pay eBay shipping on a damn Beatles guitar, then I, I might take a risk on it. But I forgot about the whole dongle thing, man. And I had to actually go into this economic discussion with my kids is what brought it up. Because they were like, they saw the guitar. It's like, you got another guitar. You don't use the guitars you have. And I was like, listen. There was once a time where people loved music games. And there were plastic instruments everywhere. As far as the eye can see, everyone had their pick of plastic instruments. I myself sold tons of them. Cesar used to come in my store and play plastic instruments. I think that was the first one that ever came out. And, um, and then they made too many. And there were too many instruments. And nobody wanted them. And nobody would buy them. And they went away. And then people wanted them back. And they made a few instruments. And they made a couple of the old ones compatible with the new ones. And then they went away because not enough people bought them. But there's still enough demand for people to want them. And they're not available anymore. So <laughs> it was this economic. We had like a crash course in econ about. Uh, uh, Fine bust, demand. Yeah. in a busted up PS3 controller with no dongle. I didn't, I didn't go into the. Daddy paid $2.50 for this. But to complete it. He needs a little piece of plastic <laughs> that's seventy dollars. So uh, I'm not gonna go into that, but uh, I do have one good 360 guitar that's corded, and I have one good. Uh, I have a full set of PS4 um, stuff. Oh, we did. We didn't mention the news either. They announced that Rock Band, Rock Band 4 stuff is forward compatible, so it's gonna go to uh, Series X and PS5. Your licenses will carry over according to the platform i know i'm not one of them i've bought a couple songs here and there that i really liked but uh i know some people who have legit libraries of those tracks so that's a major investment for them yeah i think they warned people to go ahead and redeem their uh, was a rock band three ones because mm-hmm. that was going away yeah so but my thing with that too is also like okay if I, if i have spent a certain amount of money I've done it with games. I have physical media that are tied to a console that immediately makes that console worth, but we're not everybody. I can't put that logic on everybody. There's some people who will literally take that console and all those games and they will trade that in for the next thing. So they need to know that those licenses will work on that next thing. So I I do get that. But my thought is if I have a bunch of licenses or games for a box, I'm going to hold onto that box, right? And keep the instruments playing on it. But you're an ecosystem. We're weird. We're our, we're our own different animals, so we, we can't really factor into that. Uh, enough rambling about rock band instruments. Who's next? <laughs>
Uh, mine's real easy. Mine, I uh, ended up finishing up Science Gate Elite. Science uh, Gate. Got the true ending. Um, which is a. Uh, it's tough to. You have to follow certain cues in the game to get the true ending. So, like, uh, I had to go through there and get every fucking bad ending. And uh, I've learned in this game that it's a lot easier um, to play since it's based off the anime. Because uh, the. Um, is that the one you were telling us like follows the story almost directly? Yeah, it does a very good job. The anime does it does it well. If you wanted to play, you get the story and go through it, then anime will do it for you. I, I, the, one of the things I didn't like about the original game is like if you got an alternate ending, it was forever. I mean, you literally going through to get to the ending that didn't matter, and it took you two hours to get through all the text and all that. And it's like okay, and then I gotta go play it again to get the real ending. So you have to be in that mindset for a visual novel that, as they always call them routes to take certain routes. Is it like a uh, choose-your-own-adventure book from when we were kids? Yeah, that's exactly what a visual novel is. I mean, there's okay. the like the cues in this game is set up based off a of phone base. Like you, like I mentioned before, the uh, D-mails and the uh, you can. He went through the game and he kind of altered uh, the world line so many times that he has to go back and reverse it because his childhood friend has died. So you figure out as you go through the game, like the the lady uh, Makase Caruso, the one who helped you build the time machine. She had the knowledge to do so. You find out for your childhood friend, a majority to live, that she has to die. So for you to go back into the beta world line, she's dead in that one. So the ending you get is she sacrifices herself so you can get back to the proper world line so that your childhood friend can live. And so and you think that's the end of it, and then you roll the credits. And then if you go the route of the true ending, it stops halfway through the credits. And you have somebody that comes to the future and forces him to go back and try to save her. And... He, Turns out that the person that killed her is the main character, uh, Akabe. Because uh, he goes in there and he finds out that um, her father is trying to steal her theory in time travel. And they wrestled around. And he had a, a knife. And he was trying to stop him from killing his daughter. And she threw herself in front of the knife and he kills her in accident. So he comes back and he's like, he was the one that killed her the whole time. So it was like, uh, and he was, in, he was in shambles afterwards. And that, that was part of the plan, apparently. So... That's where he gets to the confusing part with World Lines because the World Lines, they said for him to pursue and rescue her, he had to be motivated, and he had for him to do that, he had to experience that that death firsthand. So they sent him back again, and he knew what he needed to do. So he figured out, like, okay, he thinks fate is what wants these people dead in their lives, and he's like, he said he figures that, like, in 2025, he sends himself a video message, and he's like, you got to trick the world, man. It's like, if you trick the world, then it doesn't know any better. So he figures out, okay, so, train their thought kind of thing. So he's like, he says, he said for him to get to the future he's at, he needs to think that she's dead. But he figures out, like, he only needs to think she's dead. He never actually held her body when, when, she, when he discovered her body in there originally. Um, so he, he comes up with a plan where he's getting stun gun, pass her out, and uses fake blood. He only needs to think she's dead. So it's like he, he, he kind of cheats the world. He cheats time. He's like he only puts the perception that something happens. Are that way all? everything can go through the route it needs to go through. Yeah. So it's funny because he has like this little – he calls it a future gadget, I think number five or something like that. And it's like a lightsaber, and it has like this red goo in there. He was going to use that as a fake blood, but it dried up. So he ended up having using his own blood uh, and spread it around. That way it can look like she was <laughs> oh, dead. Because he – like instead of, you know, instead of her getting stabbed, he gets stabbed. So that's what the thing he's, he kind of stops it. And so he just digs open the hole in there and he just kind of spreads the blood around from his own body. 
So um, that way his uh, past self can go in there and see that she's dead. And he, he sends the email, which alters the timeline. So they call it Steins Gate because apparently instead of uh, how the world where both these girls can survive and coexist, it's called Steins Gate. It's, the, it's a world in between worlds. So you have the alpha timeline, you have the beta timeline, and Steins Gate is somewhere in the middle with a divergence meter hits right around 1% evenly. So that's what the true ending is. So after that, I went into Steins Gate Zero, and it kind of does the motivations of like what his future self from 2025. It kind of in the in the original game sent him a video and tells him what's what's to do. Steins Gate Zero kind of goes with that format where he originally kills her and he's like he's done. He gives up on time travel and he's like I can't beat fate, and he just goes on and and lives and tries to beat the Third World War, uh, World War Three. Uh, but then this shows the motivation and how he he figures out how to save her. And so th- I've, this is what I'm going through right now. Uh, That's Steins Gate Zero? Steins Gate Zero, yeah. This is the last one in that whole Steins Gate uh, series. Uh, and this one do- doesn't have too much to do with time travel. Uh, this one's a lot of it is artificial intelligence. So uh, Mika say before she dies in the first game, she downloads her thoughts into a computer and they use it to construct an AI. And so he's interacting with her and it kind of reminds her of their time together and stuff like that. She's not she's an artificial intelligence that they're trying to teach. And so from this point, he doesn't sad. Have, that's got a sadness to it. It's um, he went straight Spider-Man three in there where he fixes his hair, slicks it back and he dresses in black. Like he doesn't do the dancing bullshit. He's like he's like he, he does like that. He does like the whole Spider-Man three look where he's like that that emo look. But he's completely emo. He is like dead inside. So he's like uh. I, I, I've He's probably a, told this story, but we got a we got a like a midnight screening of that, like a pre-screening the week before it came out. I've never been more disappointed in a movie. God, that was a that game was a le- uh, that game that movie was an absolute letdown. Either way, either way, when you said it, it works both ways. It did. The game was trash. So and I got and, robbed. He took two copies of Spider-Man Three. There we go. Um, outside of that, I mean, he goes through the whole ordeal where he's now suffering from PTSD. Um, he'll have random flashbacks of when he kills her and, uh, flashbacks of, uh, the other world line where his, uh, Mayuri, his childhood friend dies. And he's like, he's always beating himself up over it. Uh, he, he dismantles the time machine that he had and destroys it. Uh, it comes to find out that somehow, uh, the governments in the world find out about the time machine, uh, cause, uh, uh, the original and the original game, when uh, I mean, yeah, the original one, Makese, the girl that dies, the one he kills in an accident, she wrote a theory in time travel, and her father stole it and published it as her own. His own, he seeked asylum in Russia, and so somebody's fucking with the world lines, and he can't do nothing about it because he doesn't have a time machine anymore. So he has the ability to see the changes, but he's going through, and he's nothing he can literally do. You know, somebody he's, he knows somebody's fucking around with time. Like I think he went to a a timeline where the Soviet Union still existed. And it was in uh, 2010, and they had uh, apparently the uh, United States figured out that the Soviet Union was trying to build a, t- a time machine, so they use um, Japan to launch missiles into the Soviet Union, and World War III starts in Japan because uh, that's where the and that's where he was. They were trying to get him to safety in Okinawa, and he gets kidnapped by the Americans because he he has the knowledge of a time machine of the time machine. But he's jumping time world. He's he's jumping world lines, and there's nothing he can do about it. So I'm at the point now where he's finally motivated to save her, and so he's trying to rebuild the time machine now, and because he uh, he felt that uh, he was being selfish. Because and then when World War Three starts, I think they said 5.7 billion people die. I think there's only less than a billion people left afterwards. Oh, so after all the missiles that, launch. 
that's that that's the future he chose so i know you've mentioned this before and and you talk about digital novels almost every week but what would be uh just a refresher because i think i've asked you before what's a good one to start with what would be uh a good intro visual novel for somebody to dive into. This one would probably be good because you don't have to deal with a lot of the visual novels can be erotic based sometimes. Okay. Whereas like a daily, you know, it, it, it might be a little bit heavy on the romance. This one's heavy in sci-fi. I mean, there's some romance parts in there, but it's not like over the top and it pokes fun at itself. Cause one of the characters in there plays what he calls H games and he talks like a perv and they always give him a hard time. It's like the H they games. Call, yeah, he calls <laughs> they call it H games in there. Uh, it's like his two D girlfriends. He says <laughs> there's a bunch of funny two uh, D uh, girlfriends. That's what he calls them. Yeah, um, and they always call people like actually have real girlfriends. They call them normals, and they're like normals should die. Uh, <laughs> uh, otaku, that, major otaku culture. Yeah, there's good bits in there where they kind of run run with those gags in there. But this is a good one. Uh, well, and that's another good one, too. Um, you gotta I, heard be care- you, I heard you talk about that one. you got to be careful with visual novels because there are certain ones you get in there and you're like, okay. I mean, it, there are some good ones out there. You just got to be careful. And there's some that are just, they're just uh, there for for certain fan things. Fan service. Yeah, fan service is the word I'm looking for. So appreciate that. Yeah, so I'm, I think I'm 55 hours in Steins Gate Zero. I'm on the true ending. I'm about to finish it up right now. So I think I'm in the last two hours and to get the final ending where he figures out what he wants to do and that he's going to go back and fix everything. So At last. Yeah. He can close the Steins Gate. Well, he'll get to Steins Gate. So it, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it's funny because he got all serious. Because, like, in the original game, he was, like, always joking. Like, he was a mad scientist and everything. And, you know, he was, like, laughing out loud and talking to his phone when nobody was there. And you're looking at this guy because he's, like, he's fucking crazy. Then you figured out that Mayuri, his childhood friend, she her grandmother died. And she just stood outside her grandmother's grave every day for six months. Like, she was about to the point where she was just going to mentally check out and just die. And he, he made some kind of comment to her. It's like, well, you can't disappear. That's what he told her. Like, you're my hostage. Like, I'm a mad scientist. You're my hostage. That's why he goes with the whole gimmick. He's doing the whole gimmick. He does it for her. And he, he's been doing that for the last 10 years. And so it's like, you think he's crazy, but there was a reason he was doing it. It was kind of sweet. Yeah. So, and it was like, um, he, he did it for That's her. That's cool. Yeah. Even though later on, she kind of tells him, like, I don't need that anymore. She's like, I'm good now. You don't have to do that anymore. But it's like he kind of disappears in Steins Gate Zero because he takes all, all those deaths and all those war lines personally. He just kind of... He goes into himself, and he's like, I don't. He doesn't want to do time travel. He doesn't want to do time. He stops going to the lab and everything. And uh, it's like I'm at the point now where I'm dying laughing because like he, he's coming back, man. He's coming back. Throws on the lab coat, does the evil laugh. He's like yelling at the military, like I'm a bad scientist. That's why you couldn't figure it out. And everybody's looking like, what the fuck are you talking about? They're like giving these weird looks. And he's like selling it 100. He's like, I don't care anymore. And he deep down he knows it's embarrassing, but he's like, fuck it. He's like, this is who I am. He's like. <laughs> He's like, he's like, you can't stop me. You know, it was a mad, mad laugh and everything on there. Uh, and he does this little pose where he always does this like this. So in his lab coat. Uh, yeah, man. That's science game zero. It's a good it's a good one, man. And even if it's a good story, too, man. It's a, if you like science fiction, it's uh, and it's very well done. There's not really any holes in there. I can see that um, it, it does a pretty good job and ties up uh, ties it up nice. And it's like science game zero is like weird. You make a sequel to a, a game that originally does very well and they've done it and it, it, it works. It just, there's nothing in there that kind of detracts from the original story. It does add on to it and kind of answers some questions on there. It wasn't like they can't. They went in the room like, well, this game did well, so we got to make another one. And you know, most people fuck it up when they do a sequel like that. Yeah. Um. They they thought it out well, and 
Um, like some of the innings are kind of hokey and they, they go on for a bit, but I mean, if you go the true route, it's, it's pretty interesting. So yeah, I mean, that's my shit. And I mean, that's pretty much everything I played this week. Um, I'm going to try to fucking finish that. So as I, I think I texted you, Richard, I'm on that fucking Steins Gate kick. So I went in uh, Amazon Japan and fucking bought this thing since we never got a copy for the Vita. So oh. Steins Gate what? I see Steins Gate. I can't read underneath that. Uh, Elite. Elite? Well, what is that uh, one? That's the one I played on PS4. Oh, okay. we, we got over here PS4 and Switch. We never got the Vita one. So Very cool. English uh, language option? Absolutely not. So they didn't just uh, like Catherine, just like Catherine. Ah. So they didn't translate it until the other two versions. Uh, no, this came out at the same time, so we just never got it because you know by then they were like Vita's dead, and that's when they were stopped really like the Catherine. We never got a digital version at all, so we didn't get a digital version of this at all. They just didn't bring it out over here, but it, it came out and uh, I can tell you now, it came out in 2018. So this we should have got it. Vita's been out yep. since 2012, six years. So. Man, in my lifetime, the Dreamcast, the Wii U, and the Vita, gone too soon. Like they pulled the plug on them. I mean, we got a better product with the uh, with the Switch eventually, but it still Don't sucked because I liked what they made. Don't forget the Ouya. <laughs> Brant's ordering one. <laughs> Brant's got the ad for the Ouya on his uh, Gamatsu articles. That and was a Neo Geo Pocket Color. That's it. <laughs> I didn't know they got a port on that. No, just just in general, though, it's gone too soon. Yeah, that one too, for real. Yeah. I remember selling the blister packs. I should have bought one. The I blister know. pack with the console and like five games. I think I've told you this story before. I think like when I went to, that's like when I first started working my job, I think the first portable I was going to buy was going to be a Neo Geo, Geo Pocket Color. And I went out and I bought the game before I bought the console. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the next week when I got my paycheck, I went to go buy the console, and GameStop was like, oh yeah, we don't sell it anymore. <laughs> so, <laughs> like we, we, they just because I remember reading on IGN that they, you know, their the SNK was like, yeah, we're done, we're not going to continue anymore. And when I went there, it's like, yeah, we don't have it anymore, we can't sell it to you. And I had to return the game so I could buy Game Boy Color. So, back when you could go to IGN for good game news, like when they were one of the go-to's. Yeah, when they were like the that was sooner than getting the printed magazine. So it, yeah. it, that's when you knew. So uh, that 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 whole decision put me on a whole different uh, timeline where I ended up buying Game Boy Color. And I think I... <laughs> Is it the darkest timeline? Yeah. You passed through the Steins Gate. I had to fucking buy. A, I bought the Link's Awakening DX and uh, Crystalis. Hell yeah. No regrets. All right, Brent, what you been playing this past week, sir? Um. Well, first off, Cesar, there's probably somebody that's done God's work. And uh, if your PS Vita is modified at all, there's patches that you can go through, and there's add-ons. There's a add-on called a repatch, um, and people have made English patches for for Japanese games. Like that's exactly how I played Catherine Full Body on my Vita. Was I I got the repatch, and they had it was fairly new, but it was like version two of the English patch for that game. And that's, that's how I played it, how I experienced it. And there was God's hard, work. hardly any, I think there was one hiccup where the translation got a little hinky and it was like, there'd be like an English word, English word. And then it would be all, um, 
different Japanese. And then there'd be like a couple letters in English and then more Japanese. But there was like, that was one specific little area where that happened. And then did the you, rest of it was did fine. Did you stop and Google that scene to see what you missed? To see what that uh, text I, was? I, I had played Catherine before. So, I mean, this is just the... I, I wanted to experience full body and I wanted to be able to uh, take it wherever. Uh, and it wasn't out on Switch at the time. <laughs> right. We've since got it on Switch, which... Yeah, yeah I... I spent all the money to get it and import it and then a couple months later that's on the switch i was like oh son of a bitch um switch so uh this past week uh, a couple of friends wanted to test out steve in uh smash brothers so okay. i went uh i didn't I haven't downloaded Steve yet. I did go ahead and get the me costumes for uh, Bomberman and Travis Touchdown because those were the big gets for me. Um, and it's it's fun with uh, with Bomberman. He's a me fighter, and there's like a uh, one of the attacks is actually a shot put. So I just kept throwing that out there and be like, guys, my bomb won't explode. My bomb won't explode. <laughs> this bomb's defective. So why is Bomberman but, not his own character? Bomberman deserves to be a character. He really does. So bizarre. I don't know if it's the whole Konami thing, so it is what it is. Um, but we played around with that. Uh, I had two of the friends that that had downloaded Steve, and he's he's so stinking overpowered. Really. Overpowered. Yeah, he needs he needs to be nerfed. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've seen videos where people like literally they get in the little minecart and jet across the stage and then like juggle the character and they just go <laughs> flying just like I mean like almost instantaneous just boom ba 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 gone and like oh shit it's like that's yeah that's super balanced uh but that you was know probably not... in the contract with Microsoft they were like all right you get Minecraft Steve but he's going to be <laughs> unstoppable yeah, it's usually me when I stream something I'm like, yeah, okay, sure, and uh, you know stuff that like happens. Yep. <laughs> but like, obviously, you're a pro Smash Brothers player. Thank yeah. you. Not everybody will be able to do that, but still, if if you dedicate some time to that character, it's it's not very hard to uh, to get to get good at something like that if you dedicate the time. You almost said uh, get good, sir. Get good. Yep. Yeah, I, I almost sure. did. Uh, almost yeah. did. Yeah. Get good. Um, after oh, that, God, Brent, as of ten minutes ago, oh no, it's uh, just the wind. The windscreen was adjusted, what? and apparently, <laughs> apparently, that was the image on the windscreen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How did someone think that was <laughs> okay? <penis> thing? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, the, the unfortunately, the picture of Minecraft Steve when he wins, his axe is out in front of him, but it's it is lined up to where the it does not look like an axe. It actually looks no, like a, that looked like the, it was a piece yeah. of. Meat or bread or something. <laughs> like like, show, show it again. Show it again. It's like it's like uh, we got to get that gift where that guy's like, "That's a penis." <laughs> <laughs> no, sir, that is a pork chop for sure. He's holding a pork chop, but he's holding it in such a fashion where it does not look correct. Uh, okay, it does not look good. I thought that update. It's just the Minecraft Steve windscreen has been adjusted on <laughs> nine point zero point one. That's the patch notes. <laughs> I thought uh, we had an update. <laughs> It was better than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, other than that, um, I booted up uh, Splatterhouse 2 again and, and, and played it. 
I was trying to get my my son to play it and just being goofy was like, hey, look, you know, look how spooky this game is. And he's just he's just laughing at it because yeah. it's not super serious. And um, then I started going through other games on that flash cart for the Genesis and was trying to find other Halloween games. Found this thing called Ghost Hunters, which I'm pretty sure is some kind of weird bootleg. Chinese bootleg game. And it's no, no, it's not Ghostbusters. You no. are you are two little characters. Um if you play two player. Yeah. They're they're dressed up like Eskimos. It almost looks like ice climbers because one's blue and one's pink. Uh and you are there's like these bouncing orbs that come from either side and you're you're shooting you're shooting up and trying to pop them and then there's these power ups above you and we were trying for for the life of us to figure it out because some of them it would make sense cuz you'd shoot this thing and it would come down and it almost looked like a suit and tie cuz it's just <laughs> this box <laughs> but then you'd get it and it's what like uh it it instead of making like a a squiggly line that you shoot it makes almost like a little wall um there's one where you shot it and there was corn so we're like oh spooky halloween corn what is, these are ghost corn <laughs> ghost hunters we're like what does Candy this have corn. to do with ghosts and it was about five minutes into to playing this with him i was like man i wish we we were streaming this we should have streamed this this is absolutely ridiculous I'm looking at Ghost Hunter for Mega Drive. It's by Jumbo, if this is the right one. Cinchi Technology. Uh, that might be. One. It's got like a it's got like a temple in the background. Yes. And they look more like shy guys than they do the Eskimos. What is happening? It looks it's, crazy. It's There's platforms weird. falling at you. It is weird. What does that candle at the bottom do? <laughs> <laughs> Did y'all figure out what the candle? No. Was? It is the weirdest little game. Oh, so sorry, look at this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> is yeah, that there it? You, that's it. <laughs> oh, that oh. one was climbing the... <laughs> what oh, in the world? Is... <laughs> How is he, like, climbing the wall and <laughs> laying oh. down? We couldn't play do the shit out of this, Ghost Hunter. Yep, you picked a Halloween oh. game, all right. Because <laughs> I saw Ghostbusters. I booted up Ghostbusters. Oh, and, oh, map. that was a... That's a not a great game. Is that that looks because that was like a that looks like a Pang's Adventures. Probably is. It's probably just some. That looks just like Pang's Adventures. Yeah. It's arcadey. It just went to stage five, and there's new enemies floating around, <laughs> and the orbs that Brant was talking about. How long did y'all play this? <laughs> not not super long. We got to like stage four, and then we we both had died, lost our lives. Holy shit. We were just laughing our asses off. That's funny. And then uh, upon looking for more games to play, a lot of those games would not boot up on that uh, cartridge. Really? Which just, yeah, which just makes me lean more to, well, I, I should probably go ahead and upgrade to one of those more expensive ones that also plays the uh, Sega CD games off of it. Yep. Um, the Terra Onion. Uh, or the Mega EverDrive Pro that... Uh, Crits has. Nope. Um, uh, so I was saying that this is a uh, it's actually an unlicensed clone. This is from Wikipedia. SegaRetro.org. Unlicensed clone of Capcom's Buster Brothers slash Pang for the Sega Mega Drive. Oh. Cesar called it. It's a Pang ripoff by a Taiwanese company Jumbo and Sinchi Technology. <laughs> there we go. 
Holy crap, game of the year, people. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we wound up getting into Jeopardy, of all things. That's Jeopardy fun. for the uh, uh, Sega Genesis. I played okay. that on the Super Nintendo. That shit's actually uh, funny trying to do. <laughs> you had a good time with it? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I My name was, like, Mr. Butts. Uh, my kid, my kid just named him like Jeff. He named him something like regular, and uh, yeah. And then uh, Katie jumped in. She tried to name her character, but just like hit continue by accident, so her name was blank for the first game. (laughs) And all of it was this really dated trivia that like my kid couldn't answer, and for the most most of it, me and Katie would be like. I think it's this, and then we, you know, we'd either get it correct or just horribly fail at it, or it was stuff that we just would look at each other and go, "You know this one? I don't know this one. What is this?" It's got to be extremely so, dated. What is it? Capital it, of Czechoslovakia. It was. It was. It was pretty dated, and because I mean, there's there's a lot of you know pop culture, um, like celebrity quotes and this, that, and the other. Um, kind of things but we had we had a lot of fun messing around with that jeopardy on genesis uh this is why i come here every wednesday night i have no clue what's going to come up this is the reason you got to try it sometime sit down with the missus (laughs) and bang bang rip off ghost hunter ghost hunters ghost hunter uh zugu dashi ghost hunter oh we need to do a stream of every jeopardy game we have between all of us and start oh, with gosh. the oldest and go forward. That would be awesome. We could do a 24-hour stream, but it's just like nonstop drinking. Oh, Lord. I don't know how in game... We would die. There'd, there'd have to Those be games take they take a while. They take a while. <laughs> Plus, we, longer than your 30-minute block we finished, uh, before Wheel of Fortune. We finished the... Uh, oh, God, no. Jeopardy's going to take like seven years just to yeah. type shit in with a controller. I'll be, I'll be bored after the trying first to the round. first answer. Yeah, we finished the first round, and Katie, she was like, all right, well, that was good. I'm like, no, we still have the second round. We still have yeah, double, you know, <laughs> double, Jeopardy. double Jeopardy. She's like, are you serious? Like, yes, it's it's just asking me what, what, what uh, are these categories good? So it was, uh, it was interesting, but it was a lot of fun. And Very then, cool. again, uh, I've still been playing... Uh, Mario Super Mario 35. Uh, still oh, have not got. Yeah, still have not gotten my win. We were. I was playing it right as uh, we got on here. Um, there was a a part earlier this week where I'm sitting there with Katie. She's just kind of off to the side. I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm playing. And then all of a sudden, I look up and go, "Holy shit! I, I'm. It's it's only me and one other guy. I'm second place again." She goes, "Yeah." yeah I, She's like, I didn't want to say anything. I didn't want to mess you up. I didn't want to jinx you. And she had to walk out of the room for a second. And I'm playing. I'm playing. I'm like, oh, I'm doing so good. I'm doing so good. Yeah, I had all my power-ups. I was, you know, anything that guy threw at me, I was able to to kill it. And then all of a sudden, like, this, the screen kind of freezes for a second. And I could still move. I was like, wait, what? Did I win? Did I win? And then it just goes, boop, connection, error. And I was, I was so pissed. Oh. I was so pissed. Was it your connection, or did they do I, that to you? I don't know, because I mean, oh. I had a I had a good connection. There was nothing wrong with my connection. I'd been playing, uh, 
gosh, probably playing for about 30 minutes. No problems. No problems the whole time. That Um, sucks. It it ticked me off. I played one more game, and I did horribly. And after I I was just so mad, I just I had to put it down. I was like, that was bullshit. Bullshit. I was going to win. I was going to win it. I was was going to win, win man. That was your W. (laughs) And it was ripped from me. Um, but I I didn't put it in news, but it was actually discovered. It's still not one hundred percent exactly how you do it, but there is a way to. Play as Luigi in Super Mario 35. The, well, something about getting to level 100 or something yeah, like that. They, they said getting a, a star rating and, and being level 100. Um, but I also saw something else about people saying there was there might be certain other criteria as well. But as far as I know, it's at least level 100. And as you're booting up into one of the games, you hold, press and hold L. And then you will boot up into the game as Luigi. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, and you would think if if they were going to keep this game long term, it would be neat if they had options like that in the game, just completely. And hopefully, as add-ons, maybe after the game goes away, maybe they'll bring it back in in some kind of capacity. Um, and, I'm still and they pissed will. off about the false scarcity of all that shit. I know. It I sucks. mean, Super Mario All Stars. Last time I like was scrolling through Amazon, it was still on there. You can order it and get it, you know, within a couple saw, of days. I saw it at Walmart last uh, time I was there. Yeah, I think I think it was Target. I went through the other day and I saw it. Yeah, it was it was there. So yeah, it's it's ridiculous that whole that whole mess of things. But hopefully they'll keep it around and maybe maybe they'll look at the demand because uh, a lot of people are playing this. And and maybe we will get Luigi, we'll get maybe Princess Peach or uh, Toad or something, or maybe they'll uh, do it like a Mario Maker, where you can scan a uh, amiibo, amiibo and maybe be like a Samus or uh, a Zelda running do, through a uh, Link. Yeah, yeah. And that would be that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. And really, Did other a, what? I didn't cut you off, Brant. Was Tetris ninety nine? Was that meant to be a limited time thing? No, it was never. They uh, never set up as like limited. That. It was mm-hmm. part of the you get a Nintendo Online, you get for free deal. And I bought a physical copy and got free Nintendo Online. <laughs> That's how I got my second year. I was like, wait a minute, I thought I had a free year, but it was in that it was a uh, code in the case. And other than that, um, Cesar got me again. Um, oh, he's influencing you. Here we go. Within four days, I devoured. 22 episodes and one um, movie of Konosuba. Yes. Just, just absolutely. It's good, isn't it? It's good. Ain't just it? devoured that series. <laughs> it's so fucking good. <laughs> uh, so that, that took up a, a good chunk of my time, uh, even though the, the episodes aren't super long. Uh, and I think the movie is only like an hour and 30 something. It's not, it's not very long either. That's but cool. yeah, it's, it's a good series. It's got me. Uh, it's really got me wanting more. So can't wait for the next season to just pop up. Yeah, the the my favorite parts from the that third movie is the the mostly scarring stuff because I, I saw that <laughs> in the movie theater and people were dying laughing with the oh, every time gosh. he got psychologically scarred. <laughs> He's like, "What's that thing oh. poking me in my butt?" <laughs> She's like, "Because it is." <laughs> or the or the orcs. Yeah, <laughs> female orcs. First time he got scarred. 
<laughs> he, he didn't it's, stay scarred for very long, though. It's Union. Union. <laughs> what, what is that streaming on? Uh, Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll. Oh god, fucking Konosuba, man. That, like like I told you, man. Somebody said it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's always sunny anime, is what they say. <laughs> so much random bullshit happened in there. But that's been it for me. Thank you, Brant. Yes, sir. All right, you guys got anything else to add? We'll get out of here at an hour and a half. I'll try to get this podcast up before Sunday. It was Sunday last time I did the last one, but uh, no. we still got our plays out of it. We got some listeners still still tuning in on it. Uh, we're going to try to do Donkey Kong Country this week at some point. So we're going to see if that can come together. Or if y'all want to stream something else, something you come up with, we got to hit those criteria. Yeah. I need get to get, our, the, get our affiliation. I need to get the login and do that shit because I, I ended up streaming uh, Final Fight and I beat the whole game. Did you? Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Sign in with that. Do we change? I can't remember. I, that's why we I didn't, didn't try change. it. Yeah. We didn't change PlayStation. <laughs> no, we did. No, I, yeah, I went through all of them because I had it saved in in all those different criteria. So, can we still stream from a free account with no PlayStation Plus? It'd probably be easier for mm-hmm. me if I just stream from mine and just hook up a PC to it and and use our broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That's what I really need to do. Yep. Instead of going through all the hassle, because you know, you know it's a hassle trying to stream through something else on the fucking console. It's cool that it's there, but it's not really that smooth. They, they got me with the window. Like, every time I want to do something, and then the, the window just goes like this, and I'm looking at the chat thread, I'm like, ah, that's, that ain't really my jam. Uh, but look forward to some streaming, hopefully soon, and uh, if that's it for you guys, we'll get out of here. Y'all set? Yeah. Yep. All right, folks, thanks for joining us this week, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Adios. See you.